It's politics time again. Who are you going to vote for? For Kanye West, who says he's the greatest artist ever, or for Stormzy, who sends you to Cambridge if you are clever? It's politics time again. Who are you going to vote for? Once upon a time when we were coloured, it was a straight-up choice between the Tories and Labour. The Conservatives didn't really rate us politically, so the Socialists took our votes, if somewhat cynically, and then proceeded to diss us constantly about how we were carrying on and not behaving properly, especially when it came to raising our family. And even now it pains me to look back righteously and wonder whether they had a point when it came to baby daddies. You see, even though it's not an exclusively black thing, it dominates a lot of our critical thinking. It's even become something of a joke thing, that being a black parent is not a bloke thing. When they ask for a child's next of kin, more often than not, it's just bare women. That's not to say that a lot of us brothers ain't positive. I love my daughters more than the air I breathe, and I cannot understand how some of my brethren can sleep a single night away from their children. And believe me, I've heard all the theories about how it goes back to the days of slavery, but I still don't get why, in this year time, we're still hanging on to them old-time rhymes. Absence, they say, makes the heart grow fonder. You might want to tell that to some old-school baby mothers or the children the absent father wasn't there for. It's quite a story, and it took Aisha Scott to turn it into a movie. But I'm going to let her tell her own story. There's one thing my old man taught me, is that a man cannot look after his own family. He's no man at all. My name is Jaden. Um... My age, I'm eight years old. Without the dad, um, it just falls apart because they need both parents, so it affects them quite a lot. The emotions they'll go through, probably sad, they do, did they leave because of me? Just those thoughts coming through their head. He probably thinks that um, it's his fault and he thinks about his dad like um, his dad doesn't love him anymore or his dad hates his mum. As, I don't know, it's just one of those things like, you know, growing up, I didn't have that connection with, you know, my mum. You know, there's only so much my stepmom could do and, you know, she's amazing and she's been amazing and I love her to death, but she's not my mum. When I was younger, my dad was away from work quite a lot as well. And um, I know it wasn't always easy for my mum. I have friends, I have cousins who kind of go through the same thing. And it's, it's a really hard job. I really admire everyone that goes through it. Um, shouldn't have to go through it, but I really, really, really feel that like it takes a strong woman to be a single mum. Who is my dad? Why wasn't he around? Like, where was he? And you do get to that stage because you think, all right, he's not dead, so he's actually lived the life. He's, he's had more kids, he's done this and that. Why didn't he want to know me? It kind of just made me, I don't know, I guess it made me a little bit confused as to how a mother or parent would not want to have a relationship with their kid. You know, that's your flesh and blood, that's a part of you. The overall message that we're trying to get out through Absent is to highlight the detrimental effects of absence.
absent fathers and the repetition of um, the single parent home is something that I think we need to um, bring to the forefront of the mainstream media to where um, people can get a better understanding of the situation. To raise someone on your own is a hell of a job. A hell of a job and I admire anyone, man or woman, that can raise a child on their own. An absent father in three words is guilty. Misunderstood. Lost. Yeah, they're lost. A single mother in three words would be strong. Selfless. And probably sad. The advice I'd give to an absent father would be keep in touch with your child, show up on their birthdays and bring them presents. I'm Aisha Scott and I'm the writer, producer and director of Absent. The story follows the life of Angel Washington and her fight to get her son's absent father to be in his life and be responsible for him. And it's based on um, real life events that I experienced um, a few years ago now. Mm. And um, just my overall um, experiences of uh, having my own absent father and being raised um, by a single mother. Mm. Mm. So um, when I was studying in uni, I was actually going through the situation at the time and um, I just felt it was something that wasn't highlighted enough in the mainstream media. But, but you'd have gone through the situation throughout your life. Why, why did it emerge whilst you were at university? Because Quite I like. was actually going through it firsthand with um, my child's um, father who was absent. So oh. it was a different experience. Um, so it was a second generational thing. You were experiencing it twice over in a way. Yeah, it was sort of repetition. So um, that's when... That's when I... Well, that's when I came up with the idea to um, bring it to the mainstream media. I thought it was a um, subject matter that we need to face and speak about more. Um, Clearly, you're able to see it from both sides. You're able to see it from a mother's side, from your own experience as yep. an older person, but also able to see it as a child um, from the children's part because you went through it with your own father. How, how different are those two perspectives? In which ways are they similar? In which ways are they different? Um, I think um, they're different in ways of where um, I didn't actually understand the effects of my father's absence until I experienced the absence of my child's father. So um, the differences um, was pretty much the pain and just the rejection. And then I think going through it as a mother with an absent father to um, your child, it's more of like the struggle, the um, the stress, the, the hardship, just trying to cope overall without getting any financial help, just with trying to raise the child, having worries about how they're gonna turn out, how is it affecting them? So yeah, I would say it was different in those in that kind of way people cope don't they and uh, mothers are amazing in being able to 
uh, fill in, if you like, for absent fathers. I'm not saying all mothers. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there are many times when a mother does struggle yep. to, to, you know, bring up a child on her own. I, I don't doubt that at all. Yep. However, I've seen so many instances where the mother has accepted the situation and tried to be both mother and father and performed incredibly well. And it begs the question over and over and over and over and over again, whether the the father's role yeah. in that, um, that family setup is as essential as all that. Obviously, if the father's there, fine. But yeah. if the father decides to wander off somebody else or, or not take part in the child's life, <laughs> You wonder whether actually that's his loss and the, the the family will cope well nevertheless or not. Um I think yeah, um inevitably the mother is gonna cope. She has to um get to grips with the situation. But there will be long term effects to the child without the father being around. Like what? Um I think relationship issues, like being a female, you can pick up the wrong men look for love in men when you haven't got your father around and in terms of young men they look for father figures in the streets and stuff like that like I was growing up I was quite rebellious and I used to um, be in a gang and things like that growing up and um, you're looking for direction so you can cope as a um, single mother but um, I think what I want to try and highlight it's about bringing families back together because it is important to have the father or mother around in the child's life. If it's out of their control, exactly. where it's not they've passed away or they've got to work somewhere or mm. something in mm. that situation, but if it's an absent parent that's just absent due to their own selfish um, reasons or just getting on with their life, starting a new family or whatever the situation. How, how, how can a child come to terms with that? Because, like you say, if the parent happens to have passed away, yeah. a, a child, as, 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 as devastating as that is, a child comes to terms with it. You know, it's circumstances beyond anybody's control. You come to terms with it. You don't have the kind of bad feelings towards your parents. Yeah. You don't have um, confused issues about identity you accept that that was part of you know the the natural order of things if you like but then when you find out the politics of a relationship breakup perhaps or uh, just a feckle father for one of a better phrase <laughs> um, when you find out the politics and the social ramifications of that how do you feel as a child do you do you harbor hatred for the person who has abandoned you essentially um, like I was saying before, like growing up, I didn't really understand any of the effects of not having a father around. I was just like, I was not around, didn't really think about it. But when I got into my own situation, I realised how angry I was. And I realised a lot of that anger was embedded because I didn't meet my father till I was 11. And um, he pretty much abandoned me when I was in my mum's womb. So... That started to hit home when I started to think about how did my mum feel during that time? Because mums, we make it look easy, but it's not. So, um, yeah, I went through those sort of emotions. But growing up, my mum done a really amazing job. 
She always worked. She set a good example. She was always behind us. She never gave up. She pretty much gave up her life for her children. So I didn't really feel the effects in in terms of that. But it was as I got older, um, I started to realise that it had a massive impact on my life, not having my father around um, in a sense of the type of men I've dated. And I haven't had a role model of... um, what to go for as a young woman, what the type of man, the the sort of um, respect and things like that that you expect a man to give you. You don't learn those things from... If you have your father around, then you obviously got a role model that's teaching you and, and implementing those things into you, but we didn't have our father around, so... I used to get dragged to the carnival... Dragged? <laughs> from my mum, with my little sister. make it sound painful. It was after going like for 10 years. Oh gosh, I, I bet you're like my little daughter who feels that, uh, Dad, she, she confessed to me at the age of about 10 uh, and she'd been going since the age of one. Yeah. Uh, I don't like loud music. Loud like music, the big crowds. Yeah. The last time I went to the you're carnival like I was about 14. Just, you're just like my daughter. I bet you don't like hot weather either. I'd love hot weather. Okay, okay. <laughs> they're, they're you and her differ. I was going to say, know about your culture, girl. <laughs> no, I love hot weather. Just mm. the carnival gets a bit much. I think mm. the big crowds and you can stay on the periphery though. You don't amazing. need to go in the midst of it. You know what I mean? You can stay no, on the periphery. I, I just leave. I will go probably yeah. in a couple of years. Yeah, don't don't, let, don't let us force you because you know it's oversubscribed already. <laughs> don't, you're I'm not I'm not dragging you kicking and screaming to carnival, mate. We could do with the space that you leave vacant. It probably uh, is really good. My sister, she goes every single year. Mm. She stays down there and everything. She mm. loves it. She's course, like, why don't you come? I'm like, free? not this year. Not this year. Not next year. Maybe in a couple of years' time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, it was. Um, we was in my, our mum's room one day and a phone call came because my dad was actually in America. So he went on holiday and he, he ended up staying there for like 11 years. And um, a call came in one day and my mum said, guess who it is? And straight away I just knew and I was like, our dad. And she was like, yeah. So then we was talking on, on the phone and everything and then about a week later he came over. So he had a strong, thick American accent and he was just like, do you want to go to the store? <laughs> and it was really exciting um, having him there and having him back. He was um, really funny, intelligent. So you start to get to identify certain um, aspects of who you are. So that was um, really good. And me and my sister, was we was really happy at the time that he was back and everything but then um he kind of started to become in and out over the years so he'd come round and then he wouldn't come so it wasn't consistent and then that started to get a bit disappointing because you start to think okay was was it better for me to just have that um imagination of how he was and how we how we how we could have been instead of getting the reality of what he's given us now so yeah, it was a really emotional time. Um, I am in contact with my dad now, and we do have a much better relationship. And um, yeah, I don't have any hard feelings towards him or anything. Really. But have you now. told have, have you told him what impact the negative impact 
his absence made on your life? Yeah. <laughs> You've told him. I'm the child who says, you're always the one that just don't let it go. And I'm like, well, I just want to, I just want to know where was you kind of thing. So he has answered a lot of the questions that I've asked him. And I think that has been how I've been able to heal and move forward from the pain. and Heal, you say? Yeah. Were you, were you damaged? Would you say that? Yeah, I think it was really painful because um, even going through that experience um, with my child's father, I think that's when I realised how much pain had been inside and I hadn't even realised just of the rejection and just that abandonment of not wanting to know. And I used to think, well, he wasn't even there to see me being born. And there was so much anger and frustration. And I did have to literally heal from that. I had to go through, it took me a good few years going through the emotions of it all because I was really angry as well. But but you, you, you said earlier that you weren't really as conscious of the abandonment and the damage it done to you until you yourself became a mother and the same thing happened with you and your child. I wonder then if we can conclude that this is more damaging for the mother than it is for the child. Um, I think everyone will have their own experience and their own. It will affect people differently. Um, in terms of whether you're the mother, even I feel the absent father go through their own damage and their own trauma oh so you've got enough love in your heart to feel for the father that abandoned the mother and the child yeah because i think i think it is a um some absent fathers are coming from broken homes like my um, father's mother abandoned him when he was a child so it's sometimes it can be a repetition and where the um the absent father hasn't healed or hasn't faced or identified um, the trauma or the, the damage that's occurred in their life can we, can we break the cycle though? Because we can't just uh, allow the, um, the sins of the past to affect us in perpetuity forever. I think the cycle can definitely be broken and I think it's... Um, organizations that need to be set up and um, allow people to talk about their situation I think that's what absence gonna do is to get people debating and talking about the situation everyone has a story of course it does happen so often with women being malicious or and bitter doesn't happen often I mean the more um, regular occurrences the man walks away that's, yeah that's, that's, that's definitely uh, more. that's more common isn't it i mean when you're the one who goes through it it is yeah very personal and it is all consuming however it's not the the norm um, we're damaging a generation of innocent children here are we not aisha i mean the, the damaging parents is one thing but damaging if the child is mixed heritage, should know both sides of its heritage to even understand who they are. It's important, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, very important. It's important for me to know that 
um, and my children to know that, well, their father was born in Nigeria, whatever that means. They don't always have the same love for it as I do, but it's important to know where you're coming from. It's important to kind of piece together who you are, I'd have thought as well. Yes, yeah, important for um, to know who you are and um, being homeless. And it can lead to so many different destructive paths, not knowing who you are in mm. life. Mm. And um, I think you, people do turn to things like drink and drug abuse and things like that. So, um, yeah, it, it's just important that um, families do come back together. Like if you have a child with someone, that child inevitably was made out of love. And you need to get over it, the um, quarrelling. And but then when I actually looked deeper into the situation, I wanted it to be a story that could inspire parents, empower them, make them identify with certain um, behaviours that we might do. Because even though the absent, the father might be absent, there might be things we're doing as mothers that could effectively keep them from being distant and not coming back into their child's life. It would be easier to tell that as a documentary, but how do you do it as a drama then? How do you do it as a drama? Do it as a a (laughs) drama? It's just, I just took events from my life, from friends' life, from family members' life involved in absence Mm. of whether it be how it affected them, how it affects females, how it affects males. Um, Of course, October, the autumn, when the leaves fall off the trees and the earth get the emotion yeah exactly it's a lot more barren in this type of part of the world than it is so you're not doing it in the glow of sunshine and uh, summer anyway you're not doing it no we're not glamour we don't want to glamorise yeah you you want to look a little bit austere perhaps even miserable It's all mine Guess I was a little mixed up inside 